I just got off Facebook, and I'm amazed <clears throat> by the whole fake news thing. People in there saying, oh, it's just fake news, it's fake news, it's fake news. How is it fake news if somebody says something on live television, no delay, and they say it, yet it's fake news? And I'm sure y'all know what I'm talking about. But my whole thing is, can people come up with something better than that? I mean, that's so played out, so tired. I made a post today about an article. Then people come on there, fake news, fake news, fake news. So when I paste the actual video link to the video of what was said earlier today, now all of a sudden on that post, the same people that were saying it was fake news, trying to insult me, saying people are dumb for believing somebody would even say that, all of a sudden they disappeared. They're not even coming on that post. So all I have to say is this, please come up with something better. I mean, it's very tiresome to continue to hear that. And I mean, I get it. People are upset. Some people want to support someone no matter what they do. They want to make excuses for people no matter what they do. And I want to talk about, I know this is a totally different topic, but in a way it is, in a way it isn't. Teaching our kids inappropriate ways to do stuff and defending stuff and gaslighting and all that stuff really just sets them up for doing the same thing. Think about what you're doing in front of your children. And I'm not saying that people's kids are online and all that stuff. But I could tell that some of the people that are on there have to be saying some of that crap in real life and doing certain things around their kids. Like, for example, yesterday I posted a video of these people. I'm not sure where they lived. They had gone out and they had ripped the tape off of a playground and decided to have their kids out there playing and have picnics and be out there laughing and stuff. And then when the police showed up, all of a sudden it was an issue. They were taxpayers. It was very right to be out on the playground. The cops told them point blank because of the coronavirus, no, you're not allowed to be out on the playground. One woman kept talking junk, you know, kept saying, arrest me, arrest me, arrest me. Once the cop actually arrested her, all of a sudden it's my kids on the playground. And everybody said, oh my God, her kids are out here. You can't arrest her. Her husband's a police officer. All this stuff. But what were these people teaching their children by being out there and breaking the law? By coming in, ripping down tape, and deciding that what they were gonna they were gonna do whatever they wanted to do anyway. It's ridiculous. And it's no different than other people that were having big parties and cookouts and um Easter egg hunts and all this foolishness has been going on during the coronavirus where they had their kids out there, babies in laps, babies in strollers exposing everybody to possible germs. I mean, it makes no sense. It's just something I needed to vent about before I went to bed. But honestly, the whole fake news thing is ridiculous to me. I also want to say this. Um, I have my own version of the 80-20 rule, but it has nothing to do with a relationship. 80-20, somebody was talking about today how they were telling a customer that she could, he didn't even want her money because he could tell that she was going to be complaining. Um, and he didn't want to put himself in a position to have a difficult customer writing negative reviews on Yelp and wherever else she could write them. So he just told her he really didn't want her business. And I commented on his post that 80% of your business will come from 20% of your customers. 
the other 80% of your customers will bring you a bunch of complaints, returns, aggravation, and it's just not worth it. And I said, that's no matter what business you're in. Even as a publisher, I realized that 20% of my authors were bringing in 80% of the book sales. And the other 80% were thinking I wasn't doing enough to promote them. Or acting like I was doing them a favor. Like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, they were doing me a favor by allowing me to publish them. When, in fact, I was the one taking 100% of the chances, paying them advances, paying all the expenses to have the book edited, laid out, the book cover, printed, marketing, all of that. So all of that is to say, in your life, try to practice the 80-20 rule. Not when it comes to a relationship like, you know, somebody's your 80 and somebody's your 20. We've all had that term before. But I'm talking about the 80-20 rule where examine the people in your circle. And pick out the 20% of them that actually are pulling you up the steps instead of pulling you down. Or at least not keeping you stagnant. And realize that those 20% of the people can bring you 80% of your happiness. The other 80%, the ones that are bringing the drama, the ones that, you know, bringing the negativity, the ones that are always wanting to be a taker but never a giver, you know the ones. And they could be friends, they could be co-workers, they could be relatives, they can be whoever. Really consider getting rid of those people because imagine if the, you, the 20% that bring you 80% of your happiness if you just focus on those 20% or focus on those 20% of your customers, you know, that are bringing you 80% of your money. If you get rid of the 80% of your customers that aren't bringing you any money or bringing you pennies and concentrate on that 20%, you'll go from that 80% to probably 150%. In other words, ultimately, if you just spend your time catering to them and, you know, vibing with them, you can probably double your profit. If you got rid of all the dead weight. And that's just my suggestion. I speak from vast experience. Um, and yeah. That's all I really wanted to say. So I wanted to talk about fake news. And I wanted to talk about. My version. Of the 80-20 rule. Because it's really really true. I'm sure some of you out there are thinking to myself. Oh gosh. Like when the phone rings. And you see it's a particular person. You really don't want to answer. But for some reason, you feel obligated to answer. My question to you is, why feel obligated? Because it's just become, you become complacent with it. You feel like, okay, I have to talk to him or her, or they're going to be upset. What about you being upset? What about your quality of life? If, you, if that person is not bringing you anything positive, don't answer the phone. And right now is a good time to distance yourself from people because of the coronavirus. They can't come over. They can't ask you to go anywhere. This is the perfect time to eliminate some people out of your life. You know, if you don't answer the phone, you just say you're busy. They'll get used. They have to have gotten used to not being around you by now. Because none of us can really see anybody that's not in our household. At least we shouldn't be seeing them. So this is the perfect time. And lastly, I want to say this, and I'm all over the place, but I usually am. This is a good time to figure out what's going on with people that you're interested in dating. Because instead of them texting you, call them up. This is your opportunity to see if they live with somebody, if they really have a boo. Call them and tell them you want to talk on the phone. 
Why should they text you? They're not at work. Most of them are at work. So tell me you want to talk on the phone. Better yet, even FaceTime them. Say, let's do FaceTime. Then you can see their place. You can see if there's somebody else there. This is like the perfect time to find out what's really up with somebody. So if you're talking to a dude and he's still texting you all the time and not calling and FaceTiming you during this time, more than likely he's not alone. More than likely he has somebody in his life. You know, and that's just a fact. I mean, there's no excuse for somebody to be sitting there texting you all the time. He should be able to, if he's off work or, you know, he's self-quarantined and all that stuff, he should be able to FaceTime with you at night, during the day, whenever, when he's laying in the bed, all of that. If he's still just texting you, hmm, all right now, I'm just saying, don't say I didn't warn you. So anyway, um, the state of Georgia is opening up again tomorrow. I'm not going anywhere. They say that we tomorrow is April 24th. So tomorrow, the nail salons, beauty salons, tattoo parlors, bowling alleys, all these other things that involve person-to-person contact are opening up, which makes zero sense. And then on Monday, restaurants and movie theaters are opening up, at least the ones that dare to do so. So it's going to be interesting, but all I can say is... I hope people just stay safe. I feel like this is a setup all day long. Um, And I just hope that people don't take those kind of chances. But I know a lot of people will. And again, it's nothing I can do about it. People are going to do what they want to do. I can only try to remain safe and pray for the best. Um, So anyway, this is just my random thoughts of the day. Good night, all.